Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from ilikehugh.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at ilikehugh.com. Now, let's get started. Tracy Koga with something short and fun. This is a Hugh soundbite. It is so good to see you, Desiree. It has been such a long time, but uh, I'm so happy you're doing music. I love the single. Uh, sometimes I got a drink too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. Fashion time, Tracy. It's so good to see you as well. <laughs> yeah. So, exactly where are you? Right now, mm-hmm. I am in Portage La Prairie. This is where Stephen lives. And uh, and so I come to him when we do some of these online things because he has better internet than I do actually. <laughs> <laughs> I live in uh, in Dauphin, so I'm ten miles uh, south of town along the Riding Mountain National Park, and we uh, we have beautiful beautiful landscape, but not beautiful internet. <laughs> you know that is now the one thing right that uh, we all need to have is Wi-Fi. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly so yeah i mean we we we've we've made managed to make do over the course of a year <laughs> all right so let's talk about what you have been up to because you have been pretty busy you know well, well let's talk first about the single collaborating with crystal shawanda another mm-hmm. person of greatness too as well and i guess she is kind of a mentor for you right like she yeah, is someone so- that you look up to absolutely yeah without a doubt we um Stephen and I were down in New Orleans in January last year and we rented a car um we were there for a showcase uh with Folk Alliance International and um, we rented a car after that event was done we drove north through the bayou to Nashville and I had a week of uh, writing sessions booked up and and um of course all of those are pre-planned before you get there you don't just show up to Nashville and (laughs) knock on doors and hope someone's going to sit down and write with you um but one of the people that I reached out to was Crystal Shawanda and um I honestly didn't expect her to say yes um but you know in 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 the music business um you get used to a lot of no's and you ask anyway um because you never know what the answer is going to be and I was fortunate that she uh, graciously agreed to uh, to write with me. So she invited me into her home. Um, you know, I got to meet her husband and her her little do- her little girl, her daughter Jaja, and um, and we we sat down and we talked this one out. I had a, a I had a title, and I said, "This is what I want to do. I want it to be fun. I want it to be an upbeat song." And we talked it out, and within three hours, we had this uh, this song. Wow, that's so amazing. And also, too, if we want to talk about not only women in music, but of course, women of color in music, and especially country music, right, yeah. uh, Desiree? And I wanted to talk a little bit more about you hosted a, a chat about yeah. that very thing, indig- Indigenous artists in the yeah. business. Exactly. We, um, I was in talks with the Canadian Country Music Association uh, back in. January, and I knew my friend Donna Merrow had been doing a lot of legwork behind the scenes um, already prior to that. 
Uh, and, you know, we, we had talked about what, what the CCMA could do to, um, I guess, you know, bring, uh, use their platform to uh, elevate Indigenous voices. And, uh, and they, they called me in early May and said, this is something that we're, we're looking at doing in June. Would you be interested in hosting? And I had never hosted anything in my life before, Tracy. And <laughs> honestly, like your job is so hard. <laughs> you know, the, the research that you have to do and the, um, anyway, that, that's not the point of it. The point of it is that I agreed to do it. And um, I think it was a, a beautiful example of what reconciliation can look like, a tangible, uh, meaningful example of, um, you know, how organizations can, uh, elevate Indigenous voices and uh, use their platforms to, um, you know, raise awareness and to um, to promote Indigenous music and Indigenous artists. And so we um, we ta I talked with uh, Troy Kokel, who's an incredible songwriter, mm -hmm. uh, had, has had over 250 cuts, which is insane because that means that you need to write at least a thousand songs probably to get that many cuts. Um, and then uh, we talked with Donna Merrow, we talked with Jade Turner, uh, Crystal Shawanda, of course, was one of the guests, and um, Alan Grayeyes. And so the entire month of June, the Canadian Country Music Association has used their social media platforms to give a voice and to give space to Indigenous artists and industry people. And um, it's the first time in history that it's ever been done, and I'm really, really proud to have been a part of it. Oh, that, that's so amazing, and especially now. and. I mean, with everything that is going on, and uh, you know, it, it sometimes you're for a loss of words. So it's nice to have music to be able to express your thoughts and feelings. And I'm sure you feel the same way too, as well. Um, you know, moving on though, for you, Desiree, have you ever felt or had barriers or challenges to overcome along your way? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was raised by a single mom. I'm a member of the Opaskwayak Cree Nation, and um, I was, uh, you know, I grew up in a in a rural community in in the city of Dauphin. And um, my mom was a single parent, and you know, we didn't I didn't have things like guitar lessons or voice lessons, and that's really common in the Indigenous music community when you when you um, start meeting artists and asking about what kinds of um, barriers. Uh, artist space and that's really one of them you know when when you see incredible musicians and guitar players and, or drummers or you know whatever instrument it is that they play they've been honing that craft for years and um, you know in many ways I feel like that has been an extreme barrier for me you know it, it hasn't been until I've been in my probably mid-20s where I could actually chord you know just play very basic chords and so I've had to hang around my friend Stephen for a long time because he's far better than I am at, uh, at you know, at, at, at playing guitar. But I, I really think that that is, um, that's an example of, of a barrier that artistically um, we can't possibly be as advanced because we haven't had those advantages or those opportunities early on to hone those crafts and hone those skills. Yeah. Now moving forward then, obviously we can see yourself as a as a mentor for other young indigenous women that want to have a music career what can we do and i may maybe i'm talking more on the music industry side what can we do now moving forward to help the new wave 
of musicians of any color being able to come forward? Yeah, that's a loaded question. I mean, I think um, I was talking with Alan Gray Eyes in the Achimatak series, which is the CCMA series, and he was talking about systemic barriers that uh, festivals face, mm -hmm. that uh, festivals who've been around for a really long time have access to operational grant funding that um, new and emerging Indigenous festivals just simply don't have. So I think um, on a systemic level, there needs to be, uh, you know, changes to those granting stipulations so that Indigenous festivals have opportunities to showcase um, their artists. Um, that, and that was something that I learned in, that, in the Achim Attack series. I didn't know that that was, uh, that was the way that the, the grant funding worked for festivals. And so, um, but I think on, on an individual level, uh, you know, more opportunities for uh, emerging artists to um, practice and hone their craft. Like, I, I really think that if, if an art, it, it, me as an artistic kid, if, I, if someone had given me a guitar and, and guitar lessons, or if someone had given me voice lessons, I, I wonder how much further I would have been able to take my music career at, at this current stage, um, you know, comparatively speaking. Um, so I think that on the creative side that that really needs to be nurtured at a very young age. Yeah, well, you have definitely nurtured yourself into a wonderful singer-songwriter, and I am so happy that you are going to do your new single. Thank you so much, Stephen, for your, your home, your Wi-Fi, <laughs> accompanying uh, Desiree on this incredible single. Um, wishing both of you all the best for the summer. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to see you both perform live Thanks on stage. So much, Tracy. Appreciate yes. it. Okay. This is time to drink. Okay. Sometimes I like a glass of wine on Friday night at the lonesome high. Forget about the bills and chill. Forget about everything. It's been all uphill. I don't do this all the time. I just need this tonight. Well, I might get it wrong, but I'm just trying to get it right. Yeah, sometimes I drink. Get a buzzing in my brain. I don't want to complain, but I'm going insane. I all the time but I just need this tonight sometimes I drink get a buzzing in my brain I don't want to complain but I'm going insane I think I'm gonna go ahead and pour just a little bit more try to ignore you sometimes I drink Ooh, yes sometimes I drink
doing anything right No, I don't do this all the time But I just need this tonight Sometimes I drink Get a buzzing in my brain I don't want to complain But I'm going insane I think I'm going to go ahead and pour Just a little bit more Try to ignore you Sometimes I drink Ooh, yeah, sometimes I drink Sometimes I drink, sometimes I drink. I said sometimes I drink, yes, yeah, sometimes I drink. Thanks so much, Tracy. Thank you, Desiree. I definitely think that's going to be the summertime anthem song for sure in my backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. This has been a production of iLikeQ.com. Podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's Take This Outside, a new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's Take This Outside, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. All, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast. Heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.